can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back to another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics fall to the San Antonio Spurs 99-97 in another game where the Celtics had no business losing. Uh, But here we are again. So, going to follow today's podcast the same as usual. Uh, Run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, but to get things started off here, I am a little, I'm a little hesitant to name a player of the game because part of me wants to say Marcus Smart, part of me wants to say Jalen Brown, uh, but neither of them are super convincing arguments in my eyes. Uh, so honestly, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say both of them played okay. Because I don't think this was a game where anyone played fantastic. I think Jalen Brown played fantastic for 90% of the game. And so did Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart played excellent for 90% of the game also. Uh, But here's where things kind of go back and forth for me. Jalen Brown throughout the majority of today was incredible. Super efficient scoring. Uh, got downhill, got into the lane, hit a bunch of threes, uh, shot well, right? 30 points, six rebounds, an assist, two steals, a block. Limited his turnovers tonight, only three tonight, which is better than the six that we've seen in the last couple of games. Uh, 12 of 25 from the field, four of eight from three, did well, shot the ball well, right? Down the stretch is where things sort of fell apart for him. You look for him, he had 28 points after the third quarter. 28 after the third, which means he only scored two points the entire fourth quarter. And you obviously saw him miss the, you know, realistically game-tying buzzer beater. Uh, And that was just one of many you know, poor, you know, displays of effort, poor shot selection, poor shot making, I guess I should say, in that situation. Uh, but really, the whole fourth quarter, when the Celtics needed him the most, he was sloppy. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in depth. But that's where I where I hesitate in giving him player of the game. Marcus Smart tonight, I think, was fantastic for, again, the majority of it. The beginning of the game, he was moving the ball super well, had five assists uh, real early. Had five assists after the first quarter. Uh, And that was, of course, before Dennis Schroeder came in the game. Uh, And then go figure, Dennis Schroeder comes in, takes some of the ball handling responsibilities off Smart's shoulders. And Marcus Smart ends the game with just six assists. So... This is a situation where, you know, Marcus Smart made all of the right defensive plays, but then late in the game took two questionable shots. You know, two layup attempts that, well, one layup attempt, one three-point attempt late in the game that he really shouldn't have taken. He forced a little bit, especially in a situation where you have, you know, Jalen Brown that was playing fairly well, shooting really well throughout the majority of the game. So you look at those two situations, you have Jalen Brown playing really well for the majority of it, 
but failing to hit shots in the fourth. And then you have Marcus Smart, who made all of the right defensive plays, moved the ball really well in the first quarter, and then saw his role diminish a little bit when they put in Dennis Schroeder. So I don't really know what to do as far as player of the game. So honestly, I'm just going to skip that part. I talked about it. I decided against it. I was decide, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go JB, wanted to go smart. I'm deciding not to go with either of them. Because honestly, you need to play a complete game. This should not be a team in the San Antonio Spurs that you need to play a full 48 minutes, especially considering this is the first game that the Celtics have really had a full team. You know, no Broderick Thomas, no Peyton Pritchard, but I'm not going to say that's what held them back today by any means. Uh, This is a very winnable game. It should have been an easy win for the Celtics team. They could not pull it off. Uh, You look at the team as a whole. I think Robert Williams played fairly well. Six points, nine rebounds, two assists to steal two blocks. Thought he was all right. But we also saw Pirtle really get, you know, put it to this team. I'm not going to say he had like an outstanding game, but what he was doing was drawing defenders and forcing a, a mismatch. And that was, you know, DeJounte Murray or White that just took advantage of that. And a lot of it came from, you know, really solid play from Pirtle. He rebounded the ball well. He forced Robert Williams out into mismatches. And that's where the Celtics really struggled today. You saw DeJounte Murray, 22 points, 12 assists. Now oh, he threw in nine rebounds as well. Right? Like these are these are games where Robert Williams really got bullied in the pick and roll game. You know, typically he's a pretty solid, you know, defender out on the wing, but tonight he really struggled uh keeping in front of these guys. And, you know, give credit where credit's due. DeJounte Murray had a a fantastic game, really took advantage of a lot of the opportunities that were set in front of him. The rim seemed to love San Antonio tonight, hit a lot of shots. Uh, but this is it. This, I mean, this is, this is a tough game. I said I would start off with the positives of tonight. Uh, but realistically, there aren't a ton. You know, again, I talked about Jalen. I talked about Marcus Smart played pretty solid roles. I think Schroeder, in certain circumstances, played well. But he also is a train wreck at other turns. So it's a, it's a tough it's a tough situation. Like I keep wanting to defend the Celtics team, and then they come in fully healthy, and they play like garbage. Like, the defense wasn't good through most of today's game. The Like, switching was an absolute nightmare. Uh, and then in spurts, more so in the beginning of the game than the second half, the ball was moving excellent. But it stopped. It stopped. You know, I'll, I'll even skip over. I'll go through some of the other bad performances uh, between some of our players, but it, this is a, this is an ugly game. It's an ugly game. I want to dive into some of the the ugly individual performances, uh, but before I do that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. 
Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that will make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone's going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win a 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys. Time for a new favorite sponsor alert. Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so let's dive into some of the bad individual performances here. And I want to get started with Jason Tatum tonight. And this is going to be a little bit longer of a section than you guys are used to as far as the negatives go. Uh, But Jason Tatum tonight. I don't know if you guys recall... But last season, after he came back from COVID, we had to watch probably about a month's worth of pretty poor basketball when he returned. And last time he got COVID bad, and he said that he was using a inhaler for the first, honestly, three weeks to a month of him returning after COVID. So it was clear that COVID really took a toll on him. Before today's game, he said that COVID did not hit him nearly as hard. Uh, but he came out tonight and did not play well. Did not play well. End of the night, 19 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists. Again, those numbers, not terrible. Are they Jason Tatum numbers? No. I usually am the one here sitting here saying that, you know, you blink and Jason Tatum has 20 points. He didn't even end with 20, which is unfortunate. Uh, However, it's how he got to these numbers that is the issue. Uh, six of 20 from the field, one of six from three. And these are similar to the numbers that he gave us in the very beginning of the season where he was really struggling to find his shot. And I want to talk about what the rest of the team does when this is happening. Because in the beginning of the game, and you can even look into the last couple games that we've played without Jason Tatum, the beginning of today, though, 
was a pretty good indicator of it. Jalen Brown was cooking, right? Jalen Brown was hitting all his shots, making the right plays. The team was moving the ball. The Celtics too often find themselves in a my turn, your turn situation between Jalen and Jason. First quarter, Jalen Brown usually gets off to a scorching hot start because that's what Jalen Brown does. And then second quarter, it's usually all Jason Tatum. And they go back and forth, right? When we went back to Jason Tatum after Jalen Brown actually took a step, like took a seat and rested for a little bit, he, the ball stopped moving. And it's as simple as that. The ball just stopped moving. And I talked about it a little bit with the Marcus Smart situation, five assists after the first, only six assists at the end of the game. A lot of that had to do with the fact that Dennis Schroeder got a lot of the ball handling duties tonight, but so did Tatum. Starting in the second quarter, the ball was in Tatum's hands a lot, and it stopped moving. We saw a lot of ISO from him. Uh, he did try to make a couple good plays uh, that just didn't result in made shots. So he had a couple potential assists tonight, uh, but the ball stopped. And this is this has been an issue that we've been dealing with as a franchise for a long time now, and it's extremely frustrating to watch. And I'm not going to sit here and say that Jason Tatum is the problem because you can't say that. The team needs his scoring, but the team also needs to figure out how to involve him and the rest of the four people on the court with him. Because right now, we haven't seemed to figure that out. Whenever Jason Tatum gets in his rhythm, the ball slows down. Sure, does he make a couple incredible shots? Absolutely. Is he an incredibly talented offensive player? Absolutely. But the team is not better when he's doing his thing. The team is better when Marcus Smart is facilitating, when Jalen Brown is creating within the flow of the offense, that is when the team is at its best. Jason Tatum needs to understand, needs to figure out how to create in his own rhythm. Because right now it's not happening. And I'm not, I, I don't want to sit here and complain after one game of him being back. But this is something that we've been dealing with for the last couple of seasons. And it's it didn't it didn't change today, it didn't change. You know, for everyone that's listened to this podcast consistently, they know that I tend to harp on the positive things. I'm a happy person. I like talking about this team in a positive light. It's really hard to do so when you have Jason Tatum trying to take over the game, missing a bunch of shots, and still not getting guys involved. If he's missing a bunch of shots and he wants to put up eight, nine assist games, even seven assist games, sometimes you have to take that, right? Because he's getting other people involved. Tonight did not do that. So he wasn't hitting his shots and he wasn't moving the ball. It is an absolute recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for disaster. He really struggled tonight. I think, you know, Josh Richardson kind of struggled tonight. 
He had a couple tough plays. Didn't really search out his shot a lot. Uh, but this is a this is a situation where both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in the last two minutes really struggled. They both had opportunities to take this game and bring it back to the Celtics. And they failed to do so. And that's the part that's extremely frustrating. A lot of it, I'm going to... I'm going to sit here. I'm going to say Jason Tatum really was the biggest reason that we've lost this game. People are going to say Marcus Smart because he took a couple bad shots. Marcus Smart's defense single-handedly kept this team in the game. Jalen Brown's offense kept this team in the game. Jason Tatum really did nothing to help. And that's something that is extremely disheartening. Even Dennis Schroeder, down the stretch, couple great plays. Couple great plays. Earlier in the game, he didn't play very well. But down the stretch, Dennis Schroeder had a couple of big baskets. They brought this team close. So it's it's tough when you look at, you know, your two stars, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and say that both of them played poorly down the stretch. That's what happened tonight. And honestly, like Perk was talking about it at the at the end of the game here in the post game conference, and he was basically saying like, back in the day when he was playing, Doc used to always say it's not the the last second shot that dictates whether or not you win or lose a game. It's you know what happened ten minutes before that, what happened earlier in the game, how did you get to that spot, and when you look at the rest of the game for the Celtics. You really just didn't get contributions elsewhere. Like Schroeder had 15, Tatum 19, Smart 14, Jalen 30. You had nothing from Al Horford, basically. Four points, seven rebounds. He moved the ball fairly well, five assists. Not a great performance. Grant Williams, 22 minutes. Didn't contribute anything on the rebounding end. Got hurt defensively a lot. Uh, and only contributed two points. Not very good. Romeo only played eight minutes, so not really going to say much there. Didn't do anything. Zero points. So this is a game where the Celtics just could not get things going. And that's a it's a frustrating, frustrating loss. And that's where that's where I'm gonna wrap it up. I can't I can't do it. I can't go for 30 minutes talking strictly negative stuff. I really can't do it. This is an ugly game, an ugly game that the Celtics absolutely should have won, and a game that the Celtics just could not pull it off down the stretch. Jalen Brown had the look, didn't make it. It is what it is. You had to move past the Celtics play again Thursday night. Celtics, uh, hopefully, try to figure something out here. This is a, a situation where they play the next Thursday and again on Saturday, that time in Boston. Uh, so hopefully try to try to get into some sort of rhythm here because at this point the Celtics sit at 18 and 22 games under 500 and are just playing a, a bad ugly brand of basketball unfortunately but that's where we stand at this point uh, if you haven't done so already make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy make sure to follow our Facebook page Boston Celtics till I die and make sure to rate and review the podcast. Uh, 
The numbers have been fantastic lately, getting into a bunch of different countries. But the podcast is really growing, and I'm excited about it. Besides that, have a good night, Celtics fans, and we will talk soon. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, nah. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.